sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, world. Oh, my goodness. I tell you, first thing, what we're doing, we're we're thanking everybody for saying hello to us today. Uh, In the house, we have Fan from the Department of Santa Barbara Department of Behavioral Wellness Prevention and Early uh can't read your writing Dominique. intervention thank you <laughs> she goes <"Fentralvention." laughs> what the heck is that how do you spell intervention inter oh that looks like an f make better writing hi fan how are you hi so happy to be here thank you for having me today okay well i don't know if you ever see the brady bunch where there's six people you know here's the story you know that's a different story okay oh uh, that's another yes and a four okay and they're all i don't even know the song anymore okay but if you if you right now if you break to left turn your head to the left <laughs> yeah there's anthony say hi <laughs> not nice anthony break head to the right all yeah okay and then uh that's right christine you gotta look up <laughs> See, it's go. completely different on my on my i screen. know it's opposite it's great it's if totally it's different if dominique loves it she goes oh it's the opposite um so anthony rodriguez i wanted you to meet um Fayan, and anthony is like i told you at, uh before we, we plugged in um you you sent me a text a few days back um it was uh before my birthday okay because you know my birthday was yesterday okay all right don't sing to me or anything all right anthony please don't sing um but you did text me so mm-hmm. tell everybody mm-hmm. i know right not yet not yet not yet um <laughs> uh, anthony you said guess what so i immediately texted you back actually i did text you back i called you okay and let's let's reveal some info okay t sports radio co-host Anthony Rodriguez and my little brother. What's happening with you? What's happening? So um, I will be participating in Awareness is Not Enough. It's a town hall, and I will uh, be a panelist uh, along with uh, Zach Williams, which is Robin Williams' son. Wow. Uh, you know, Ryan Dusick. He was a founding drummer for Maroon 5. Mm. Um, also, Tracy Cooper Harris. She's a retired Army vet. Um, and then Dr. Lisa Wong. And uh, the whole purpose of this event is to obviously it's Suicide Awareness Prevention Month, and um, you know awareness is not enough. We have to. There's a lot more that we can do. So uh, we'll be discussing. You know, you know, I'll be talking about a little bit about my struggles and and, and my past and and how you know things are going now. And we're gonna just gonna be a, just a full on conversation about what we can do and what are the things that we can uh, say to somebody um, to hopefully prevent them from taking their own life and uh, help them realize that, you know, yeah, life is hard. Life is a struggle. Um, it's harder to live, um, but it's worth the fight as long as you have that support. And and sometimes, you know, in these days, it's so hard to find somebody you feel comfortable with or, or willing to open up to, um, but we can't give up on ourselves because we deserve it. And, right. you know, that's one thing, you know, everybody deserves a second chance, even though it's your 10th chance, if you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's just, it is hard it's um it's it is hard and i and i acknowledge that from my experience it is hard every day is hard um and people don't see that but that's not what we want people to see we want people to see that you know we're we're good chameleons when it comes to certain things but yeah uh, you know it's okay to ask for help and it's really important for us to do that to reach out no matter so how, how much how much anthony is this of a person from the outside who's awake who's present 
Christina is a super awake, present person. I mean, she totally dials into me. It's like, you know, she always, she does check-ins and that's what, that's why I have this sisterly thing with Christine Marie. And, and plus she always says, this is Christine Marie. And she always gets the A plus excellent award knowing <laughs> that we're on Zoom. So when you're talking, you say who you are. But how important is it? Do you think we need to step up as as a um, person? Do you think we need to do more check-ins with people, follow our intuition and say, hey, you know, Anthony, I'm just doing a check-in. Are you okay? I mean, do we need to do more of that as well? Just ask like, a what question. Do we do? You just got to ask. I mean, you, you'll know the person. I mean, you've been around the person. You'll see something different. Just right. go with it. You know, yeah. you, they don't have to tell you. I mean, if you feel something, then, yeah, go with your intuition, because sometimes we don't listen to it. And that's where we make mistakes, um, because, you know, we we all have that certain gift that we can see something or just something's not right. You might right. not know what it is, but just ask. I mean, just literally ask, hey, how's it going? Um, you want to talk? You know, I see you're a little different. Um, you know, just know I'm, you know, I'm here for you, whatever it is. But just acknowledge it, because it, just acknowledging a person can save a life. Um, yeah. and, it, and it's a proven fact yes right. I, I was going to ask and maybe uh, uh, this is Dominique <laughs> I always have to say that's who you are okay. I can chime in on this I believe that the statistics show that if you get someone talking about possibly contemplating suicide they are less likely to take their life correct absolutely and that's the thing is is uh, just a perfect example is uh, the gentleman that jumped off the, the San Francisco bridge. He was there for a long time. Kevin Hines, he was there for a long time. He, you know, there's no way that you can, that, that you can't, you can, you can't miss him. So he was there for a while and he was like, if nobody stops and even says anything, and I've been here for this long and I don't, there's no emergency services, nobody's called the police, nobody stopped and asked anything. I mean, nothing. And this is a very long time. It doesn't take long to notice a person walking on a bridge nobody called and i don't know how long it was but it was a good amount of time and he's like you know what if nobody comes within this amount of time i'm just gonna jump because that's telling me that i said i'm not worth it so he gave himself he gave he set himself up is what you're saying well not 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 exactly i'm I'm out of here at 12 o'clock it's good that's typically it's gonna say 12 o'clock no well the point is no the point is is that if you see somebody you can't miss a person on a bridge Somebody right. should have called from the very, I mean, no matter what, somebody should have called. He did he, sur- did he survive that, Anthony? He's, the, that, he's that's one, what one he's of the saying? ones that survived without, um, that he's functional. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's only a few people that have survived, but they have a lot of issues. Um, he still has issues, but he can walk, he can talk. He, you know, he presents all over the world. He just finished writing a book too. But the point is, is that all he wanted, and he specifically said, I just wanted somebody just to stop and ask me, like, what are you doing? He didn't even care if somebody yelled at him, but just acknowledged it. And that's the thing. Just right. acknowledging somebody makes a difference and makes them realize that, you know, somebody is paying attention. Somebody did notice that they're- We, we, don't, we don't really know, because honestly, Dominic <laughs> and I drove by, we saw stuff. I really, I find it hard to believe that people didn't call in, because it's easy to call. But I don't know what happened to those calls. And I'm not- I'm not poo-pooing anything. I'm just saying that's always been a thing for Stephanie Forrester because she actually takes time and she calls and she makes uh, and she leaves voicemails and she doesn't get return phone calls. Oh, no, this is this is telling people 911 that if you're driving on the road and you see somebody at a bridge that's scaring you, you, you get that flash sensation. Oh, my God, this might be a jumper. 
call 911. Well, maybe and say, it should hey, be another number then because no, no. that has to be. Yeah, no. I mean, it's it's it's, that's a life threatening emergency. Yeah, that's a life threatening emergency. It is nine one one. All right. Yeah, Yeah, it it is nine one one. No matter what. Okay. Because what about what about two one one? What's two one one? Two one one is just for personal information. Like if you need something, like a doctor, if you need any type of references. You know, suicide. Nine eight eight. This is Christine Hoff. Christine Marie, excuse me, Christine Marie Hoff. Um, and there is a there is a mental health emergency number called nine eight eight, and I believe it's connected to a suicide hotline. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Correct. So the yeah. the hotline we actually have the hotline if you call from here, Santa Barbara. Now there mm-hmm. is one that is connected to people here in Santa Barbara. It wasn't before. Yeah. But the thing is, is if it is an emergency, no matter what type you of emergency, call 911. you're supposed to call 911. If this person is going to be jumping off the bridge, looks as though they're about to jump off a bridge, you would call 911. No matter you what. Would, you wouldn't call 988. Maybe yeah. 988 after. Yeah. There's nothing more important than you just, if you want to trust your gut, this is Fayan, by the way. Yeah. Um, if you trust your gut, you you take that call because it's worth saving a life regardless of how you feel. If you feel a tiny bit uneasy, do it. Call because you never know whose life you'll be saving. And imagine if that person did jump and you didn't call and you you forever will have that guilt. I think it's so important too. I think the fact that no one came up to him as well, we're all humans and we were supposed to connect and be together, share the space, talk to one another, hug, whatever the case may be. And I think we do live in a very isolating time and that's really difficult. And um, I, I know that there's statistics and studies have shown kids now these days are lacking eye contact with each other, authority, teachers, um, people in the public, because it's, it's frightening to leave your screen, leave your phone, leave your room. And, yeah. and, um, it's, it's not how life used to be we all used to feel a lot more connected and to make that jump of going to try something new um is a lot more frightening these days and i think and, and it, yeah. your dad's got it too these kids are in school in their classes and we had this issue last year big bullying issues last year um and i forget they actually had a term for it and it escapes me right now and i've had a few of my friends who have children okay because i have my my friends go from like nine to 92 and um it's it's concerning to me when you know kids are running into bonds to escape you know a mob from san marcus i'm just saying it's a true thing um be all beaten up where are all those phone calls right you know, I mean, this- you know we got we got to reach out to everything Right. Yeah. So this is Christine Marie. I want to say, you know, the, the the after COVID and all of the social the social media and people not used to having face to face connection and even the ganging up the the trolling the things that happened with yeah. the abusive language mm-hmm. on social media where people feel it's okay to say horrible things. It's interesting that that has somehow translated into like physical bullying out in the real world. I think that's really fascinating. And I also think that you know it's we've lost our social a lot of social interaction. Here human interaction. I love what you said a little bit ago, Fayan, about we're human beings. We're meant to be contact. We're in connection. And and I think we all have to learn again how to do that. And it's because we were we were 
relying upon um, social media during COVID. We were, I never was going to do a tarot reading ever over the computer. Well, guess what? I did it during COVID, you know, and it was okay. But now that we're back out, I want, I want human beings. I want to, I want to sit in front of somebody. I want to talk to somebody face to face. That's, that's me. I finish it up. I was just going to add, uh, there's, they've done some interesting studies about relationships and apparently um, our millennials and our kids are not entering into relationships like human beings used to be doing in the 70s and 80s even. Hmm. And um, interestingly, you'd think, oh, you know, it's all those video games. Well, actually, no, the data is showing it's social media. Yeah. Not the video games that is knocking out relating face to face. Dominique has a teen tip tool that she's going to be doing during the Huga write up. We, we now we did the mental of the part of the show. Now we're doing the traditional part of the show. Uh, we've got Richard Ellsworth Sky to his friends in uh, the waiting room, and he's going to be talking about juicing. <laughs> okay, so let's get to Richard right after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back, everyone, to Teen Sports Radio. This is Sky Ellsworth, and I'm coming to you live from Life Chiropractic College West. And today we're going to talk about juicers because I see one sitting right on your counter. Can yeah, you tell me a little baby. bit about the juicer you have there? Yes. What's going on with that? Well, what it was, was I've been talking about it for weeks now, and I was going old school, like squeezing it out, uh, blending it up, and then squeezing it, because I didn't want to make the investment, because I was just pretty much blending everything, and then mm. straining it, and then, you know, you know, doing making a process, and then we have the chickens, so that's worked out well. So I just got this today. I don't think that I was supposed to open it, but, you know, it was a big enough box, you know, because it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's birthday month, as they say, right? We won't yeah. say how old. And uh, so, yeah, so we, I was wondering why Dominique was, you know, doing all of the um, YouTube videos and really giving herself an education. And that's why I wanted you to talk about it, because if I don't, if we didn't get the right one, I'm sending it back. That's what's happening. <laughs> cool. Well, so what, what type do you have? What's special about that one? Uh, it's German. Okay. That's number oh, that's one. special. That's I think so. I uh, let's see. Patent pending in fifty countries. Patent pending fifty countries, and it has the auger. So So. it's called a whole slow juicer, and apparently the auger Mm -hmm. is uh, squishing it. And they claim that when you squish it, um, the nutrients somehow know that they oxidize less uh, quickly than if you use blade. Can, I yeah. don't understand that, but something about the friction on the molecules or something. 
And this Kuvay, yeah. to be honest with you, it's just trippy looking. There's so many out there. So you have to find one that you can visualize uh, that you would like to have on your counter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's a good size uh, uh, appliance, really. Yeah. So, so talk to us about it. So. Yeah. So I have one myself. Uh, mine is little because, you know, there's there's pretty much just me that the juices. Um, it's about the size of my head, my head. So like like really small, like travel size. Um, and uh, I can just I pop, you know, my my stuff in there and it compresses. So there are no blades. It's it squeezes it down and presses the juice out. Um, and those are absolutely the ones to get for, for the, the reasons that you said. So it won't oxidize quite as quickly, but there's also science that shows that the speed of the blades moving through um, fruits and vegetables can actually kill some of the essential oils because of the heat produced by the friction. So you actually lose some of the nutrient value uh, in the juice coming out, um, as opposed to if you have the, they're called masticating juicers which are the ones that that give you that compression and actually squeeze the juice out of the fruit um it's amazing so so why why juice in general as opposed to smoothies and and the, the really big reason for that is that smoothies come with all the fibrous content of those fruits and vegetables and you would think to yourself well you know all that fiber like that's great that's really good for me and yes it is but at the same time, with juicing, all of those nutrients are packed really densely into that juice, and your body doesn't have to expend any energy to break down the fiber. So it's like an immediate hit of nutrients to your system, right? It's like it's like taking a, a supplement, but but in a more whole form. Nice. Um, as a, in a juice, it's like taking like like twenty supplements, you know, with vitamins all at once. And your system can absorb it within 15, 20 minutes. It's amazing. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, so juicing is huge, especially if you're trying to recover from something. You want to have greater energy during the day. Um, just getting that that packed load of nutrients you know, in your system right at the start is phenomenal. Um, it's one of the things that's recommended on on especially cancer diets because you you get that load of energy to your system without your system having to expend energy. So that's more energy available for your system to use to heal. So I have a question. How should athletes approach juicing? Do you have any recommendations? Um, that's a good question. I would say, so juicing tends to be pretty time consuming. There tends to be, you know, issues with cleaning the juicers. Um, that's, that's really, that's really the biggest thing. But if you can juice, uh, after, after a hard workout, um, you know, three times a week minimum, um, if you can get, if you can get to it every day, that's great. But ideally you would want to juice before you exercise. So it's giving you that energy to increase your sports performance. Um, you can juice afterwards as kind of a recovery method, but if you're working out after school um, or or you're, you're you have a, a team sports meeting or something after school where you're where you're exercising and then you take that juice afterwards, you might end up being kept up at night, right? You might not be able to go to bed. Um, so my recommendation would be to take that hit of juice right beforehand. Um, and then Show your mom or dad the prayer hands and let them do it for you and the cleanup after. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's how I, I would roll. Well, just to put it out there, one of the reasons why we got this uh, couving 
K-U-V-I-N-G. Yes. It's be, uh, with an S on it. Uh, it's because it has a special patented um, scrubber to make it easy to clean it up. Uh, oh. And parts can go in the dishwasher as well. So we thought about that, that it needs to be a quick cleanup. Yeah. Definitely. That that makes a huge difference because the, the cleaning can be very time consuming. I mean, I get I mean, mine isn't too bad because it's small, but I have to get in there with a toothbrush and, um, you know, I mean, because I mean, f- f- fruits and vegetables have a lot of fiber and all that will get caught in the blades and whatever. But if you, there are models out there like that one, you may pay a little bit more for it, but they're yeah. much easier to clean and, and, and totally worth it. And if that's what gets you juicing, like, great. I mean, juicing is phenomenal. Uh, the the um, local Santa Barbara nutritionist, Dr. Dale Figtree, um, is, is famous for juicing every day and has for God, what, like 30, 40 years now? Um, juices every single day. Um, and it's just it's just been incredible for her and all of her clients. What's your favorite recipe, just real fast? Ooh, that's a good one. So um, I like to lower histamine levels, um, especially as we're you know about to switch. We are in the middle of switching seasons again. So I like to put in a green apple, which has a lot of corset in, and that'll give me just enough sweetness. Um, and then maybe I'll throw in some romaine lettuce um, for hydration and electrolytes. Um, and then I'll throw in sometimes half of an orange to get a little bit of vitamin C in there. Um, I may throw in a little bit of a beet um, for iron and beta carotenes, um, betalanes, uh, and then uh, celery. Celery is usually the primary component of my juices. So everything else is like added to the juice of celery. Um, and I usually do probably half a, uh, what do they call them? Bulbs, I guess the whole thing. I think stock. it's a head. Stock. And the stock. You, Isn't you a stock the a whole... single? Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. The whole big thing. Yeah, yeah. The whole big thing, yeah. Yeah, so I usually use about half of that, um, and I'll juice that, and I'll end up with over eight ounces of juice, and um, that that celery has a lot of minerals in it, which uh, help your hydrochloric acid content, which is especially important as you get older, but even teens, especially if you're eating kind of a standard American diet, um, and if you have a lot of uh, anxiety because of school stress and stuff, it'll actually lower the amount of stomach acid you have that's available to digest your food. Um, so celery is incredible for that. And as a result, celery will actually lower your anxiety. It works both ways. Wow. Okay. So how fast do you drink it after you've made it? After you juiced your juice, how, do you, how fast do you have to drink it? So I usually drink mine within 10 to 15 minutes. Um, juices, once they're exposed to air, will oxidize pretty quickly. Um, so you want it to be as fresh as possible. So I treat it almost like... Uh, like a like an energy shot or something right like you know they have those like five hour energy shots or whatever i don't know what's in those i wouldn't recommend taking them but you know it's kind of like that right you just kind of want to down it and then and then go about your day nice excellent so how what we so you're saying four ounces eight ounces two ounces what are you saying i like to do a if i'm juicing once a day i like to do about eight ounces okay very good um, and then how long yeah. do you Break fast with food after you juice. Is that considered the meal? No. So you still want to have whole foods. Um, So you juice beforehand. Um, I like to juice in the morning on an empty stomach because that celery is there to help rebuild the hydrochloric acid. Um, So I will usually juice and then wait about, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes before I eat. 
Nice. You're awesome. Every week, we so appreciate you. What's your, uh, how do we get a hold of you? And then uh, I'll let you announce who's up next. All right. You can reach me at R Ellsworth, E-L-L-S-W-O-R-T-H, at college.lifewest.edu. And I imagine we're going to hear from Don with a Huga next. Uh, he's on vacation. So we have Dominique oh. with the Huga. <laughs> Dominique with the Huga. Yay. We got Huga with Dominique right after these messages. All you cowboys get your ride on. Now ride on. All you cowboys get your ride on. Come on and work it for me and let your body move. We are here together and we're in the group we gon' party tonight We gon' dance around Where all my steppers at I know how to get down Come on, step it to your right, right. Now step it to your left And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hello, Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center. And I have a quick ooga moment a-ooga. for you. Ooga. So, ooga. A teen tip tool. <laughs> it's all those wonderful things in our life that make this, give us a comfy, cozy feeling. Feels like you're getting a hug or you're sipping a cup of hot chocolate it's nestled in a blanket so nurture all those things in your life because it turns on your immune system turns on your digestion turns on all sorts of wonderful things in your brain makes learning easier it's just fabulous it increases happiness in life so go for those who the moments so, can I, uh, can I say something really quick? I had my women's circle recently and we were talking about the, um, uh, you know, we, we use the word triggers. Oh, I got so triggered. But my one of the women in my um, group talked about a glimmer, which is the opposite of a trigger. A glimmer is something that makes us feel good. Oh my gosh, I'm so glimmered right now. And I just loved it. Like to say, oh my gosh, is that a glimmer for you? Does that make you happy? It was just a beautiful <laughs> way of looking at just kind of what you said. Like, how do we, you know, and, and then and then I just saw that glimmer lights up your immune system and help, makes you feel yes. healthy. So that's I'm going to steal that. Yes, I've please. Stolen so many things from you. You can also say. It's not mine. Yeah, things happen for you, not to you, but it doesn't matter. It would just keep the chain going because then somebody's going to say, steal it from me, and then we go backwards. It's, we're creating a chain gang, okay, <laughs> of love. Love. So, what, what, what kind you, of tip? You can also that? say, let's hooga it. Yeah, hooga. Okay. Yeah. Here's an interesting tip. I was listening to a young gentleman. Oh, gosh, I think maybe he was in his early 20s. And he was talking about a very interesting experiment he did just recently. He went to the 99 cent store and bought a tiny little notebook that he could keep in his back pocket. Just one of those tiny little, you know, not that big of a thing, notebook and a pen. And he decided for a week that he would pick up the notebook rather than picking up his phone. And he did a whole week of just what would it be like just to relate to my notebook rather than relate to my phone. Hmm. And it was fascinating. What he reported on is that what we what I didn't realize is our phone is stealing our attention. So what that means is, and we you know, in talking about suicide prevention and everything, we're really talking about attention. What are we giving attention to? And so I just want to give a tip out there to teens. If you've never done it, try that try it out. That doesn't mean that you leave your phone at home, but leave the phone in the backpack. Maybe even have it turned off. You don't really need it right now. 
and try relating to a notebook instead of your phone. And what happens is you are able to focus your attention, get your own thoughts down. And there's so much creativity that comes through you without the interruptions of our phones. So that's the team tip for this week is experiment with putting a notebook in your pocket with a pen or a pencil and relate to the notebook for a week and see what you think about it. I would think that uh, that's brilliant. I would think I write every day and I started writing because of you really. And I, my, my son a year ago got me the freedom journal and I actually needed it as a guide because I was going to do this intermediate fasting and it's really helped me keep on course. It's kind of making me have my own uh, record keeping is good. It's giving you a report card. And you know, there's some days I forget to write it and that's okay. I don't beat myself up. Erica, we got two minutes. <laughs> I know. I got you. But it's like when you're relating to your own journal, there's focused attention. Nothing else is stealing your attention from you listening to you. So that's what I want to recommend to teens is try it out. Because I thought that my technology was helping me be more productive. But it turns out when I look back on the last couple of months, wow, my technology has actually been stealing my attention. And if you look at the kids today, there's zero eye contact, absolutely none. So I've I've been around like this last month, I've probably been around 15, 20 kids. And that it's just shocking when you don't see the eye contact. So um, I, I'm personally, I'm going to start just telling people, hey, can I connect with you eye to eye? Because there's more that goes on for us. When we have an eye-to-eye contact, that's actually how the neocortex builds the gray uh, patterns in our brains. That's why babies stare at us in our eyes. Their brains, their mirror neurons are just crazily building out that neocortex. And they need it from the eye-to-eye contact. Definitely. What do we got up next? We have... Fan with behavioral wellness and prevention and early intervention. Stay. Yay! Stay here, everybody. I hear a song that takes me back, and I let go with so much I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hi, everyone. This is Faye-Ann Mutinreya, the Prevention and Early Intervention Coordinator at the Department of Behavioral Wellness here in Santa Barbara. And I'm very excited to talk to you all about something I'm excited about. Um, we're partnering with YouthWell, which is a local nonprofit, and we're creating a youth advisory board for all of the high schools countywide here in Santa Barbara. And we're gathering two, um, two students from each high school, and um, Barbara Galita. Um, we are, and this includes public and private schools. Um, but we're hosting meetings once a month within their own cohort cohorts to come together and talk about uh, the mental health issues that students see on campus, either with themselves, their friends, the campus as a whole, and to go over issues that they see on campus that 
um, we need to fix. And we'll have trained mental health professionals there to assist in any of these conversations, help guide the conversation. Um, again, students will also learn how to advocate for themselves, their friends. They'll be going through a mental health first aid training so they can assist um, any threatening or crisis situations um, on campus or in their classrooms, even off of campus, because a lot of a lot of things happen off campus, don't they? Um, but we also will be hosting a youth summit in the spring where all of these students can come together and they actually get to plan the youth summit. They get to kind of plan what's, what tables they want, what speakers they want, what it's gonna look like, where it's at. So it's really um, teaching students all about advocacy, um, self-empowerment, uh, learning job skills that they can take within college or whatever their future path may bring them on. Um, and being a young person who grew up here in Santa Barbara County, went to Dos Pueblos, plug there. <laughs> um, it's it's just, I think, so important to be able to connect with youth and to be able to relate with them one-on-one -on -one, um, through my own experiences here. I'm really excited for it and can't wait to get started. We're taking applications and it should um take off next month in october where, where, fantastic. Um, this is christine marie where, where do where do people apply where, where how how do they how do, how does someone apply for such a thing yes so actually every high school should have the yab the youth advisory board applications within um the counselor's office different classrooms um but also there's an online application if you go to youthwell.com hmm. it should you could um search the youth advisory board and there's an application right in there and you can fill it out. Awesome. That's fantastic. So um, just from the, the little, uh, how do I say, what, what, what's the biggest challenge? What, what would you say right now is the biggest cha challenge? Is it drugs? Is it bullying? Is it, what is it? Do the kids not have a, enough money to play a sport? What are the things that you want to try to address and fix? Uh, something that I would like to fix is just not isolating yourself and wanting to um, step outside of your comfort zone, because I, I think the best thing you can do for yourself is to challenge yourself and take that leap of faith to try something new. Because if you push yourself, you'll you'll have a further self-discovery of, wow, I did that. Who ever would have thought? Um, so I'm a bit big advocate for that. And I'm hoping to inspire, lead, and partner with these kids to really take a leap of faith and see what their full potential could be. Nice, nice, beautiful. Christine. Oh, I, well, I was just, maybe I should pull a card because I was just thinking that that was, um, that was reminded me of the, um, of the fool card, which is about taking a leap of faith that maybe it just made me want to pick, pick a card. That's the card that I pulled today. So I just want you to was know the that. fool. Yes. Oh, that is it. Well, it is a great card. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll just talk about the fool. The fool is yeah. a, you know, it's a card about following your heart and over and over and over again, because it's, it's the, it's the zero card in the tarot deck. There are, 
there are you know some there's it's, there's two decks in the tarot and this is the major arcana which are 22 deck 22 cards that go from the fool to the world and it's the like major milestones and archetypes every human being experiences and we go round and round and round again and each time we have to be a fool again a wise fool um or or, or you know it's sometimes it's easier sometimes it's harder sometimes we succeeded the last time and sometimes we fail so um i love the fool and it just means take that leap of faith jump forward and you have to do it with your heart your heart has to feel it it can't just be if you let your mind do it your mind will talk you out of it most of the time because a lot of times that don't make sense these leaps of faith Woo! all right we've got to wrap up the show we've got team sports stars with heather bond first off i want to thank ashburn brussels Frankfurt, irvine and los angeles for being our top viewers on soundcloud this week heather bond right after these messages And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Good morning, everyone. This is Heather Bond with Bond Fitness and Adventures. And today we got a pretty cool little segment. Uh, we finished up a roundtable uh, athlete uh, presentation. And I've got a few of the team mates from uh, the Dos Pueblos Charger cross-country team. And um, I just want to have a little quick introduction here before we get into some of the little fun interviews. So we've got Coach Jackson. Want to give a shout out? Say hi. Hi. We're uh, very proud to be here at the Santa Barbara Athletic Roundtable Luncheon. Uh, we brought four of our team members and a terrific assistant coach for us, Shane Mahalk. Shane, you want to say anything? Hello. <laughs> right. That's what I said. <laughs> That's Coach Shane. Okay, so I'm going to introduce uh, four of the cross-country runners that we have on deck today. And first up, we have... Um, I'm Eloise Shea, and I'm a junior. Eloise Shea, and she's a junior. I'm Bienza Machuca, and I'm a sophomore. Bienza Machuca, sophomore. I'm Colin Gulley, and I'm a sophomore. Cohen? Colin. Colin. And sophomore for Colin. I'm Finnegan Wright. I'm a team captain and I'm a senior. Awesome. Finnegan, senior team captain. Okay, so what I have today is, given that I am a ultra athlete, former cross country runner in the house, um, I truly believe that cross country kind of gets underestimated. I really feel it gets underestimated as a team sport. People don't realize physically and um, um, mentally what the athletes go through. So I'm going to ask you a couple little questions. When I ask you the questions, just state your name. So what do you find the most challenging? And remind us of your name. Um, I'm Vienza, and I find the most challenging thing about cross country is the self-discipline to continue doing the same thing over and over. Repetitive repetitiveness okay okay good 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 
Okay, next up we have uh, Eloise. Okay, Eloise, what advice would you give to anybody considering doing cross country? Really, um, just like love yourself, love what you do, and like do it because you're you're into it, and like find like a love for the sport because that's what's gonna make you like do it the longest and like do it for the rest of your life. Excellent. Okay. Next question is what gives you the most enjoyment about cross country? Um, I'm pulling Billy and I guess the I guess the I guess I get the most enjoyment just from like the uh, it's like a combination. It's I guess the enjoyment from just like being on the team and like yeah, with everyone, but then also racing is really fun. Okay, so the camaraderie is definitely a big one right there. Camaraderie for sure. So we have Finnegan. He is our team captain. I didn't prepare a question for him, but I'll put him on the spot. So Finnegan, have you run for four years? Uh, yeah, I've been running since after my seventh grade year in junior high. I was like, hmm, I should run a mile every day this summer because I was getting a little fast. And I haven't stopped running since then. Awesome. Okay, so what has been... The biggest thing, have you run four years out of Deep Creek? Yeah, I, I ran every side. This is my fourth year on the team. Okay, so what is one of your biggest goals this year for your cross country? I think that um, I had, I had a, a couple years on JV, and then last year I was on like the side of RC for a lot of time. This year I want to do, I want to, I want to make my team proud. I want to um, help us like get as far as we can because um, we had, we had a lot, we've had a lot of really great runners over the years. And um, I mean, last year, a couple of our top runners graduated. And so I think that it's sort of, I feel a bit of a duty to do my best to see how far we can get and um, uh, hopefully get us to prelims, finals, even state if we can. Um, so I just run my strongest, run my hardest and see how far we can go. Okay, excellent, 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 good. Okay, so let's bring, um, let's actually bring uh, Coach Jackson in and uh, let's find out a little bit, what do you have as far as team goals this year? Uh, team goals are to support each other. We have a mentorship program. Um, for example, Cullen uh, was a team leader for us as the first finisher for our varsity, and his mentee uh, was the first finisher in our novice race. Things like that, modeling how to go about executing a team plan, supporting each other along the way, greeting each other at the finish line, welcoming each other to the other side of the meet, uh, shows a lot of team support and dedication. And I think win or lose, how our season shapes out will really be about the character we develop and display over time awesome and i actually uh understand so at the uh ucsb invitational the girls came in third out of five yep. teams the boys came in seventh out of ten teams That's i believe and in the mora bay invitational the girls came in sixth out of 27 teams where the boys took fourth out of 28 that's right so yeah. that's that's awesome yeah facing a lot of other section teams like we did at mora bay uh, give us a preview of what's waiting for us should we make it to the state championship. Okay, excellent. Okay, Coach Shane, do you have anything to add into that one right there? Any goals for you personal um, on the team or with the team? Well, um, uh, for the girls' side, what we're trying to do is um, build up. Ventura is really the kind of juggernaut in, in our league. Um, there's, they, they must have some something in the water down there. I'm not really sure why they're so fast, but they really are. They're actually scary. Um, so they're, they're scary. They're, they're on site I think they're ranked yeah. one in the state. It's crazy. Oh, wow. Anyway, um, this is our first foray into Division Two as a school and in the cross country. But luckily within league, we're still 
competing against the same folks. And San Marcos is a tough program, and and Santa Barbara historically has been a tough program. But we're we're working really hard this this year to get, to try to get into second for the league. And if we can do that, that'll be great. Um, get into CIF, and then really just see where we can go with that. Awesome. Um, so awesome. Th- those are our goals, and. Uh, I think we got a good squad and, and we got a good opportunity coming. Okay, great. Well, I do have to say I am uh, from the home of the Royals, but I am a Charger now. <laughs> um, anyhow, also, so Coach Jackson, anything on fundraising that you have that you want to get out to the community? Uh, some of our fundraising takes place on October 14th. We host the Dos Pueblos Invitational at our home course at uh, Dos Pueblos. We're very excited. Almost 30 teams coming in for this one. Uh, it'll be a great fundraiser for us. We're putting out uh, all the great merchandise the teams love to collect. Uh, we're having personalized medals made by our construction tech class on campus, student-made medals, nice. uh, as well as supporting the local vendors that we're inviting out. Kyle's Kitchen is a tremendous supporter of all things as, uh, for schools, and we welcome them out to our uh, plaza. They'll be hosting some of our lunch opportunities for students before they hit the road and head back home, and that's October 14th. October 14th, mark that down on the calendar. Everyone come on out and support your local Dos Pueblos cross country team. So uh, that being said, I wanna ask the students one quick last question. Oh, like really quick, one word. What's your goal for the year? One word. Woo, next one word for the year. Run, fun, run, fast, fun, run, fast. And success. Well, that sounds like that's going to be a really awesome one. Erica, I think I'm sending it right back to you. Well, I'm going to go fun, run, and guess what? We're done. Okay. October 14th, DP High School. Be there. They need your help. They need your support. God bless Santa Barbara. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a pusher with no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single